Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, Ukraine struggles to export its grain amidst Russian strikes on key ports. Russia's attacks on Ukraine's Black Sea have hindered grain exports, leading the country to find new reliance on river ports, which Russia is now also targeting. Speaking to Morning Edition's Leila Fadl, NPR's Joanna Kikissis says Moscow withdrew from a deal that safeguarded ships carrying those grain exports to world markets. Since Russia pulled out of that deal protecting container ships in the Black Sea, the river ports of Ismail and Reni have become essential to keeping grain exports moving. Uh, these ports are located on the lower Danube River in the far southwest of Ukraine. The Danube is the largest river in the European Union. It starts in Germany and runs through Eastern Europe, and it forms part of Ukraine's border with Romania, a member of NATO and the European Union. Um, the Danube also empties into the Black Sea, but in a part of the sea that is very close to Romania and, of course, NATO. Uh, And so until now, it felt more protected than other ports on the Black Sea. And I should say that before the war, these Danube ports were hardly used. They are much smaller than the port of Odessa, for example. Uh, But now they account for at least a third of grain exports, according to Ukraine's infrastructure ministry. Ukraine is also trying to transport grain by rail and road, but that's very expensive. And what kind of damage have the Russian strikes on these river ports caused? Well, on Wednesday, Russia used drones to hit Ismail, which is Ukraine's main inland port. It's right across the river from Romania. The drone attacks destroyed buildings in the port and also and also stranded ships preparing to load with Ukrainian grain. Uh, Ukraine's infrastructure ministry said that these attacks also damaged and destroyed up, up, you know, almost 40,000 tons of grain that was supposed to be going to countries in Africa as well as to China and Israel. Mm-hmm. Global food prices shot up. And, you know, the attacks, you know, really scared people in the city of Ismail. I spoke by phone with Mikola Kaplienko, who lives in Ismail and works at the local university. And he said this remote corner of Ukraine was largely spared during the war. And now it feels almost like a front line and a front line just across the river from NATO and the EU. It's also dangerous for the EU, I, I guess, because sometimes, you know, the drone can miss. The territory of Ismail port is like 200 meters from the territory of the European Union. In other words, he says an errant missile or drone could strike Romania. Hmm. And now you mentioned this 40,000 tons of grain that was hmm. damaged that was supposed to go to other countries. Ukraine, grain, Ukrainian grain is a vital food source for many countries, especially in Africa. What options does Ukraine have at this point to get the grain to countries that need it? So Ukraine's leaders are asking their allies for more help, like to beef up air defense around these Danube ports. And Mikola Kaplienko, the Ismail resident I spoke to, he said, you know, they understand that the Ukrainian military may not have the resources now. So he says local residents are actually trying to crowdsource to help pay for air defense equipment. Uh, Meanwhile, with exports, the alternatives, transporting this grain via train or road, that's much more expensive and not very efficient. As I mentioned earlier, a lot of countries are relying on this grain. And Ukraine wants to show the world that Russia is using food as a weapon in this war. Our podcast is produced by Greg Dixon and edited by Nishant Dahia. I'm Christine Arasmith. 
Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Is it possible to engineer our way out of the climate crisis? Some entrepreneurs want to shoot particles into the stratosphere to combat global warming. Experts say regulations on this technology aren't keeping up. The world of solar geoengineering on the latest episode of The Sunday Story from NPR's Up First podcast. Listen to Embedded for moments that stay with you. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Voices that resonate. <laughs> Stories that change the way you think about your life. How, how did we get here? The Embedded Podcast is NPR's home for original documentary series. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at LifeKit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen and good luck can happen and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the LifeKit podcast from NPR.